0: Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day. You can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm gonna ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you so settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls where we create that one awesome amazing perfect life every one of us is seeking Welcome, welcome to A Creator-Based Life, the weekly podcast for creator-based coaching, CMH Coaching for Life. We empower women of faith to create the lives they've always wanted. And of course, I'm here with Jacine Bonnett, a business coach, a mom, a grandma, and an avid runner, and Jennifer DeRuse, a hypno coach, a can-grow anything gardener, and a hypnotherapist. Which That's kind of redundant, but she's just really good at hypno. And I'm a master life coach, author, and creator of the creator-based way, create your one awesome, amazing, perfect life. Just so you know, when you get into that book, you're going to realize perfect doesn't mean without flaw. It's a whole different world with perfect. But anyway, this Mm -hmm. month we're talking about blessed and Considering how to receive the blessings that are out there for us already. Mm-hmm. So, today we're talking about do less, expect more. But I have to tell you guys, um, I'm working on some business stuff and I talked to a man today that just left me good and grumpy, like so frustrated and so grumpy when I got off the phone. And I'm like, okay, I don't even want to try to do any different thinking, thinking differently. I just want to be irritated. So, <laughs> what do you do when (laughs) you get in that grumpy space? I mean, how do you work? I know you both well enough to know you don't cave. You might be grumpy for a couple minutes, but that's not where you stay. What do you guys do? I know you well enough. You don't stay there. Don't even
1: (laughs) Sometimes for me, I just have to voice why I'm grumpy to realize it sounds really stupid. But just I have to I get felt
0: discounted out. on the yeah. phone with him. I felt discounted. It was like he was talking to me like I was somebody's small child without value. Mm-hmm. Really got my hackles up. Yeah.
1: So sometimes I just need to talk to somebody just to let it off my chest. And I'll be like, okay, fine. I'm I'm good. I needed to get that out. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking to a friend really helps. What about you, Jason?
2: I don't know. You just said I felt discounted. And that's like one of my, it's that's one of my <laughs> pet peeves. That's one of my values. Like, do not discount me. Do not, I, yeah. So that's really, really a challenge, I believe. And for me, it's a challenge, especially when men discount me. And I think a lot of that came from growing up with five brothers. And I'm like,
0: how, no. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. That's <laughs> oh, no, you right. don't. oh, no, you didn't. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what I felt as I was talking to him. I'm like, um, well, you're not getting my business. This is for sure, sweetheart. We're not doing that. But let me see if I can get some more information from you. Maybe you can be of some value anyway. Some,
2: yeah, some value. Some so value. i I think just breathing, you know, I've been practicing that a lot, just changing my where I am, you know, walk outside, take a breath and change my focus, right? Just, I have to change my focus because if I stay where I am, I'll just keep ruminating and I'll just,
0: and the, the hole gets deeper. The more you ruminate, it's not good.
1: Right. I, I learned a new breathing technique this weekend. Oh cool. And, and it's perfect for this because it's to shift your mindset. It's to shift if you're upset. Yeah. And this this counselor, she teaches it to her, um, she's a school counselor and she teaches it to the grade school. And, and when she was doing it, I was like, I'm totally doing that. Goes along a little bit with like how you do your stoplight breathing, but she uh-huh. does it right hand where she takes her finger and she breathes in and she stops at her thumb. And she recites one thing she's grateful for, and she breathes out. And then she breathes in. Oh, that up here. And one thing she's grateful for, and then she breathes out. And she goes. And by the time you get to your middle finger, you're thinking, "Oh, I'm doing good." But she's like, "No, you have to keep going." Breathe in. One thing you're grateful for. Breathe out. Oh my gosh, I love this. Breathe in. One thing you're grateful for. Breathe out. Breathe in. One thing you're grateful for. And breathe out. And I was like, I, because she goes, you you carry your hand with you wherever you go. And even if you just. I'm in love with that. Yeah. If you just sit on your leg and do it, nobody really knows you're doing it. I was like, I am stealing that. I love it.
0: I love that. Well, then she's right. I mean, I'm like, oh, I can do this. I'm grateful to be here with y'all. Well, right here. You're grateful up here. You've got to stop. Yeah. I was grateful to be with y'all when I got here. And then I'm coming down and I'm like, Okay. okay. I'm grateful for the great breath that I was just able to take. And I got here and I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then yes. you said, but you got to go all the way through. You like, have to go all the way right, through because the that's where I, the here, I was shift. Ready to Yeah. That's the shift. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So. How do you feel now, Beth? Like, I'm really glad for y'all. <laughs> I'm really glad for y'all. And so that man, just that, de- that devalued, just kind of missed out. That's his life, his mm. loss. He did. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> he was he was just so prideful. And it's just so hard for me not to engage when somebody's really prideful like that. Yeah. I really feel challenged. I'm like, oh, you got big words, honey. I got big words. We can do this. We're not going to do that. Big
1: energy. It's not just the words. But I got big energy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and movement really helps. Like Jason was saying, I like to go outside and go for a walk even if it's just 3 minutes of a walk I right. you know I'll set my timer if i think i can't do it i'll just tell my watch and in 3 minutes i'll feel better it'll make it a lot better mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's all good i love it well a lot of thinking right lots of lots of ways for thinking and this is what this is what jen and i were talking about before we got started was about this mri they did some functional mri work the science of uh, it's Lees University. And um, she's gonna talk about it, but it is just so fascinating. I did. Do Ooh, you want just... to science?
1: Well, yeah, I, I, it's I'll, really
0: I'll, interesting brain stuff. I'll talk yeah. about what I understand, but well, do you okay. want me to tell the story of what
1: happened? You tell the story. tell, tell brain. the story.
0: Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. It was a study that the Leash School of Management did with Lees University, and it was a study of entrepreneurs' brains. Okay, so they learned that the brains of entrepreneurs are wired differently than people who work traditionally for a company. Now, I agree with that a hundred. I'm sorry, I agree with that a hundred percent. Right, but entrepreneur is a big fancy word for somebody who doesn't work in um a mainstream like office kind of job, right? Correct. Entrepreneurs it could be a mom. It could be a college student. It could be anybody could be an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. So what they did was they looked at the brain while it was at rest and they found oh, looking at two different parts of the brain. I'm going to cheat just a little bit and read this to you. It's two different sweet. parts of brain, the insula, the right which, insula, yeah. which the right insula, okay. Which is correlated to flexible thinking and the anterior prefrontal cortex, which we hear about a lot. Yeah in the coaching word, the an- anterior prefrontal cortex, which is the new decision-making part, the decision-making part. And so, Jen, do you want to take it from there? Well, from what it's- I
1: understand, <laughs> so these these entrepreneurs, um, and when I think of an entrepreneur, I think of somebody that's creative. So this mm-hmm. kind of, so, you know, because a lot of times people don't want to do something different, or be different, or create different, or
0: have new ideas and things like right, that. Well, different personalities like different things. Yeah, so really they like having things be concise yeah, and. So that's
1: why I'm thinking this possibly yeah. is, is is part of that too. But they 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 show in the scan of these entrepreneurs is that that insula and that um, anterior cortex are connected. They're connected. There's like a pattern But not in the managers. But not in, in the managers, managers.
0: They're separate
1: and distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and so that I thought that was just really super interesting. And what it helps them do is be very flexible from going back and forth from, New information and being able to say, okay, how does this fit in the status quo that's happening, and is it good, or do we need to switch and 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 you know kind of work on the fly and see this new possibility? And so right. they have this flexibility to go back and forth from information that is already there and needed, and and is this new information coming in to be flexible
0: to switch it up? And I just yes. you've got you've got flexibility here, and then you've got decision making here. And in, in entrepreneurs, it's connected.
1: Yeah. Cause they'll, they'll explore new ideas with that. We're like, if you're, if that's not connected, you're kind of rigid. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've met so many people that are just rigid. This is how we've always done it. This is how we're always going to do it. And it just makes sense to them because that's the way their brain functions. Yeah. It's yeah. Just so cool. Instead of seeing a new possibility and, and just exploring it.
0: Yeah. We need both, right? We need both. We do, we do yeah, need, we both. need all yeah. kinds. Different yeah. by design. Yes. yeah, yeah, but the really cool thing is if your brain is like this, where it's separated,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: can train it to do this
1: mm-hmm. if
0: you want to. And yeah. the ways that they suggested were expect change. Yeah. Walk mm-hmm. through your day expecting change instead of walk through your day fearing change or being um being rigid and, not, and refusing yes. change, right? Yeah. expect change. Um another one was to recognize opportunities. Mm. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but depending on the day, I may not recognize an opportunity. I may just say you're you're messing with my groove, quit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. And so recognizing opportunities, I really loved. And then this is one we talk about all the time, accept risks. Yeah. Mm. Only in the coaching world we call it lean in yeah. or don't resist. Yeah. Right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and
1: i like how that article brought out because usually where the risk is is where growth is yep new growth and, and discomfort so,
0: they all yeah. go together so yeah. true yeah. yeah yeah um let's see it was be creative which you already pointed out jacene super creative people <laughs> embrace fail- failure <laughs> learn okay. how to feel upward right ah, yeah hmm Uh, Communicate and collaborate. And the last one in this list, am I going to get it to where I can see it? Is be calm. Mm -hmm. Mm. I, I didn't understand. What do you think about being calm and being able to connect these two centers of your brain? How are they related? How can we grow brain by being calm? Again, when you think about, you know, leaning
2: into the discomfort you're kind of relaxing into it, right? You're relaxing just in like you think about childbirth or something else that's hard if you're fighting against it all the time, it's you're in this you this
0: you're just tied up right? Well so or it, like leaning into a yoga pose yeah you know okay. you're in a fold of one kind or another and you're and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't do this, I can't do this. It stays tight, but when you're thinking about something lovely or you're listening to music or something while you're in there, all of a sudden you're just you've stretched a little farther.
1: Mm -hmm. For me, for me, when I am in that, if if I'm not calm, that means I'm in stress or anxiety. Uh I don't make the best decisions. Right. In that state, it's Mm -hmm. all emotional or it's just and so if I can like calm, center, or maybe even walk away, come back to it later, then maybe I can see something more. And I'll, I'll make a better informed decision, <laughs> hopefully.
2: hopefully. Right. Well, it yeah. gives you, your brain that chance to really connect, right? Instead of I'm fighting against this part, and <laughs> no, and whatever no. emotional story Rody is telling like, me, I have to do yeah. this this way yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got I've got righty over here saying this. I've got lefty over here saying this. You know which one is it?
0: <laughs> Having a battle in there, so we yeah, need to yeah. home. That's right.
2: Hmm.
0: Yep. I just thought that was the coolest thing, how our brains are actually wired differently, but that we could connect them. We could mm-hmm. learn how to do that. So mm-hmm. I think the staying calm involves changing the way we think about what happens to us. It's mm-hmm. so the grumpies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I started thinking, well, it's your loss, <laughs> that made me feel better. And it wasn't as it wasn't evil. Well, it's your loss. It was a, well, what I'm doing is important and I would have made your life better. And it's a drag for you that you just pigeonholed and said, no, this isn't going to work, you know,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but the thoughts we were talking about cognitive thinking, right. Which is cognitive just means a thought, right. Cognitive behavioral therapy is changing your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to talk about outside of how to make our brains better. Was how do we change our thoughts? Cause I really, I, I really did feel discounted,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and disrespected and I wanted to get all mad and walk around, but by choosing the different thoughts, um, I, what I did instead was chose something that I believed that, um, I was willing, this is my favorite. It needs to be believable. It needs to be at least 10% believable for me. Oh, yeah. different people might need. Jen, what do you think? If you're going to choose a new thought, how believable does it need to be for you?
1: It has to be believable and has to feel believable, or I'm just going to make a story of how it's not believable and, <laughs>
0: and how I don't if want you're going to give thought. it a percentage, how believable it got to be for you personally?
1: Probably mm. for me, it has to be anywhere like the 80 percentile and more.
0: It's got to be pretty, you got to already pretty be pretty high convinced. because
1: usually if I'm in that state, I'm emotional mm. and you know. So I have to have some pretty substantial <laughs> proof that it's
2: believable. <laughs> and I yeah. think I think part of that proof for me is um, I need to have the reason why this would why this would benefit me. Mm-hmm. So it's not just so you need a
1: purpose.
2: Yeah, I need I need the purpose, right? So if this serves a purpose for me to change my thought process and I can kind of see it in there, then I'm good with that. But if it's just like somebody else telling me, oh, you should think this or you should do that. I It doesn't, if it doesn't resonate with me, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna fight against
0: it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I know yeah. purpose is important. For me, feeling is important. I don't want to crunch, mm-hmm. my, crunch my fruit loops here. <laughs> May have, May had a good time this morning. <laughs> okay. uh, I need to feel it. Here, I need to feel that it's right, you know, Mm -hmm. in order to accept it. So I'm more of a, more of a feeler than a fact girl. Mm -hmm. So if I can feel it, um, something else that often helps me with a new thought is humor or audacity. If it's an audacious thought, it's just got me. It's just fun. And so if I can go with that and just play with it, sometimes just the play will shift for me. That's cool. Yeah, so we've got it needs to be purposeful, I really love playful and it needs to be believable, right? Jen, mm-hmm. like 80% believable. Yeah. If you're going to pick a thought to make you feel better, think about those things. I love the the teaching from um Martin Seligman, the father of positive psychology. Um and this is something that I've gone back to ever since I read his book probably 25 years ago when I read Learned Optimism. Um was that people who struggle with negative thinking often believe that their thought is permanent. It just can't be changed Mm -hmm. and that it's pervasive that it encompasses everything. And so one of the ways that I'll work thoughts through my, through my changeover is okay. Is this permanent? No. I mean, this man condescending as he was, not permanent right didn't really matter and it wasn't pervasive i could have chosen to make it permanent and pervasive that's my power but looking at it i'm like yeah it's not even worth energy anymore
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it was it was an experience you know and it was good for for learning but if you think about the thoughts that you're harboring or that you're giving your energy to it's a really good measuring stick is this really permanent Or is this just a stepping stone in my growth? Mm. And is this pervasive? Is it going to encompass everything in my life? You know, or is it just, is it just what happened on a phone call for 10 minutes? Right. (laughs) If it's not pervasive, what's the point in giving it a whole lot of energy?
1: I'll ask the question sometimes, like literally, am I making a mountain out of a molehill? I'm yeah not making more of this than what it really is because what I'm might bring life to is, do yeah. is create the story and even catastrophize and I think that's part of that pervasive thing like then all men treat me this way or when I'm on the phone or something like that or like you know yeah. everybody knows yeah. this you so know? I'm like, never making another phone call yeah so, so it's, it's like so, all so, or nothing yeah, yeah. yeah. All I'm, all I'm, nothing so
0: I'm making a bigger deal out of this than what it really is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it makes a big deal so that leads us to okay it's believable. It's neither permanent nor it's pervasive, but do you have favorite thoughts? Do you have go-to thoughts? Because I keep—I've got a running list in my head that shift like, me
2: out. Like go to oh to shift you out of the negative shift oh you God. out what yeah to shift you, you out of it. it. Like in you.
0: mine, I like I like the audacious and the humorous, but you probably have other ones that you like. But do you have favorite thoughts? I think a lot of
2: mine is it's dependent on me recognizing. I have to recognize that I'm in that, that detrimental or that victim thought mentality mm-hmm. that that's my go-to is just, Oh my gosh, I'm here. Whoa. Okay. Look at me.
0: I'm in victim. Here I am.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I don't, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, maybe that's my go-to is recognize and be like, Oh no, oh, look here I, I am. No, 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 no. I don't want to give that person power and put me as a victim.
0: Nope. Not happening. What's the next step after you recognize? Is there a step that you do next?
2: Yeah. So recognizing it and then just saying, okay, whoa, um, how can, how can I make this, you know, maybe make this person a challenger instead of a, um, Instead of a persecutor, persecutor right? Uh-huh. Yeah. How can how can I make this person a challenger or this situation a a challenging situation? Because I'm up for a challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. And just telling myself that I'm up for a challenge,
0: right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that because that shifts them into the challenger position. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up okay. for a challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You're not a persecutor. You're challenging me.
0: <laughs> okay. For that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. well, with that guy, it was, you don't know what you're missing. It's yeah. Right. You. you know, that was a good one. I've heard Jen, I've had heard Jen's hope word a lot of yet. yet. Right? Um, when I'm working on a tough problem, I don't have the answer yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and another one that I really like is, and it, this gives me so much peace. I'll probably find the answer by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It takes me right out of frustration because I get impatient, you know, I've been in there for an hour working on something, and the impatience short circuits my brain, so I'm not able to think as well. So yeah. giving myself that thought, I'll probably have this figured out by the end of the day. It's no biggie. Or I have all the time I need. That one really helps me too. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if the world knows this, but I was asked to do a bunch of family history work and learn about genealogy, and I don't do puzzles. I don't like puzzles. Mm-hmm. I don't like things that take a long time. I don't like things that have a lot of detail, but I was asked and I said, I would try, but that really serves me when I'm working on something that's puzzling is I'll probably Mm -hmm. have the answer by the end of the day, or it doesn't matter. I set the timer for 10 minutes. I'm going to work on this for 10 minutes Mm
1: -hmm. and it
0: lets me feel more patient and then I can work better. Yeah. What about you guys? Challenges, challenging thoughts. What do you do with them? I, I, but yeah.
1: when I started all of this, like inner work on myself and all this stuff and everything, one of the biggest things I learned was usually if somebody is acting out towards you, it's really not about you. It's more about what's going on inside of them.
0: It is a reflection of them and what they're thinking.
1: And and when I learned that, I was like, yeah, because when I was a, when I was acting out, I was able to say, yeah, it was really is about me. They're not really making me do something. And so it helped me to kind of have a little bit of space between whatever conflict I was in with whatever, and, and say, you know, there's something really going on with that individual. And so it helped me to not be
0: taking things as personal. Well, and it lets me feel compassionate towards them. Yeah. Which then takes the edge off. I'm, I'm not judging them like I would.
2: Yeah.
0: And it takes me out of the defensiveness. Mm-hmm
2: that's I I really like that I remember my mom doing that with me and I was remembering when I was in that mean girl situation um, in elementary school and going to my mom and telling her about it and I remember Jen that just that just prompted that memory of my mom sitting me down and saying you know they're probably really unhappy you don't know what their home life is like and da da da. well I was 9, 10, 11 years old when this was going on and I remember thinking what about me? me. That's right. <laughs> I'm the one well, that's hurt here. Second, mom, you're supposed to be on my side, right? Yeah. But I do know that she planted that seed at that time and that is something that I think about. Um on just kind of it's it's innately within me because she planted that in me at that time. But I still wanted. What about me? You know, wait. So so how do we as coaches like, and you know, friends and sisters and stuff, how do we help others when they want, I, they, they do need an arm around them. You know, I I think it's important to validate like, yeah, ouch, that hurt. That was me. Yeah.
0: That's what I think too. I think when we go to somebody, we really want to hear, wow, that's hard
1: that's hard. That is really, yeah. um, you know, that, that stinks. That stinks. It's hard. Ouch. That hurt. And mm-hmm. then can you have to validate what they're feeling? Cause they're feeling it for a reason. And especially when well, we
0: child. feel it together, we feel it yeah. with them. That's part of a sisterhood or a friendship.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like Brene Brown says in "Braving the Wilderness," we don't create factions, right? We no. don't jump on their boat and, oh no. yeah, blah blah blah, right? Because that doesn't serve any. It doesn't serve anybody, No. Right? So no. helping each other out and saying, like, it would probably would have helped a lot had my mom said, "Oh, honey, I'm so sorry that. Yes, I can see so that really good. hurt you because I really." didn't feel validated,
0: right? No, um, and just to have had that love, yeah. that um, that validation, you would have been able to be open to maybe have the discussion about that girl's home life.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: yeah. but first we need to felt heard. We need to feel heard. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: I like that a lot.
0: What part of it?
2: I like the validating, you know, I can see reflections of my mom in, as I've talked to sister-in-laws or other people where I didn't validate, right. Them. And I said, oh, you know, gosh, I wonder what's going on in that person's life, but I forgot to validate their pain yeah,
0: first. And so, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we can yeah. really help unless we validate first.
2: Yeah. Emulating my mom and her example, but I need to add a little bit more to it. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Every generation gets a little better. And so mm-hmm. you take the goodness from your mom and you add the validation to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: so like, cause I'll even do it to myself. Like when somebody will like flip me off because they don't like the way I'm driving or something. Right. It's like, oh, that's rude. Ouch, that hurt. And I'll be like, so they really must be miserable today because for them to have that reaction, you know, it's like, so I'll even do it, validate myself. And then that's important.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Well, and it really makes a difference. We learned in um, self-compassion practice with Kristen Neff and Christopher Germer. That Mm -hmm. the first thing that we do is, ouch, that hurt, Mm -hmm. you know, something, somebody said something or something happened and first we validate. And then we recognize, as I'm sure everybody who's listening recognizes, we all do the same thing. We're all experiencing it the same way worldwide, worldwide. Everybody gets their feelings hurt or they get angry or they feel discounted, you know, or they get scared. Yeah. It's part of being human. And right. then we comfort ourselves. And that's, that's why I do this. Cause I love, I love my own self hug, mm-hmm. give ourselves a hug or ouch, that hurts.
2: Which is so cool because I think you guys, as you practice these things, you know, it's foreign we, two years ago or three years ago, when you guys, if you would have said this to me, I'd been like, what are you freaking talking? What? Like hug myself. What? Yeah, no. Whatever. It's interesting because it becomes as we practice it and we do it or, or we pay attention that we're doing it. I actually had a bad dream this weekend. Don't know what it was about, but here's what I remember is I remember waking up and having my hugging having myself hugging myself. This waking up in this position and recognizing that, oh, I had a bad dream and oh,
0: look what I'm, I'm doing. Taking care of myself. <laughs> right. It's self-care. It's self-care
1: yeah I love that you, you brought out something I thought was interesting um um Jason as you talked about how in the beginning when you were learning these things you're just like what your brain is kind of like, and, kind of like eh. and I wonder if yeah. that isn't also what's happening with those people who are trying to merge those two parts of their brain to have more flexible thinking and be able to make like, sense because yeah, you know because i even experienced that when i was first learning all this new way of thinking and changing my brain was like what yeah. i don't get this concept but then after you know going over over and over again and practicing it it became almost second nature and i'm kind of wondering if that isn't what is going on here when they talk about how you can connect those two parts of your brain mm-hmm. to have more flexible thinking And, um, you know, like the new ideas and all that. So, well,
0: and I know that feeling really well of not quite getting something, you know, and, and it does feel like a disconnect. So that would make sense. Mm. We're growing. I love that. I love that, Jen. It's such a hopeful thought.
2: I feel I'm patting myself on the back. I feel really like that's so good, yeah. Good job, good job. I have like this connected brain. I feel oh, really good. Good job. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> you can, you can, you
1: can change your brain. You can change your thinking. You can that's, be different. Yes. You don't have to be how you've always been.
0: No, nope. yep. you have the power in you to make those changes. They're you can right become there.
1: Become different.
0: Right. We totally can. Speaking of which, let's talk about some ways we can become different that we are offering this week. We have coaching clear tomorrow, want to become different, come to coaching clear Mm -hmm. because not only will you get the self hugs Mm -hmm. and the the friend hugs, but you'll get the new tools for how to think about things and the clearing of the old emotional baggage and the support Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: you need on a weekly basis. It is a fantastic way to keep yourself growing and consoled when people do things like discounting it works yes and then wednesday you guys
2: are you guys starting a new book we're finishing we're finishing our last discussion on the nightingale and oh, such a beautiful it's, it's sad but it's like it's just a beautiful book such a such a really really great story and um so many life lessons taught in that story uh, And I think the biggest one is forgiveness Mm -hmm. and accepting yourself and then, and loving yourself. I mean, it's in there too. And then forgiving.
0: Yeah. Forgiveness is a critical. We're going to be talking about that one real soon. That's upcoming. Mm -hmm. One of our monthly themes, forgiveness.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you have a new book yet for the next month?
0: Great question. No. (laughs) But we will next, we will next week, right? <laughs> It'll be November 1st when we meet again. Yes. The next oh, book. My word. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I can't believe we're almost to November. And then um, we have coach training on Thursday and we are going to finish receiving just like this and review that coach unit. And then we have a week from Saturday is our jump start.
1: Gotcha. Oh my for gosh.
0: Or November. Yeah. Jen, you want to talk Thank to us just a minute about our
1: jumpstart? Second or eight, eight. it's Third. the
0: fourth, November the fourth.
1: Oh, November November yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and
0: Halloween is on Tuesday. And the, so Saturday is November the fourth, Saturday fourth.
1: Yeah, yeah. Halloween's
0: yeah. an important thing because I'm at my daughter's with my grandkids, and we know all about Halloween trick or treating in the neighborhood. The old oh. style, it's going to be fun. All the houses have pumpkins, and it looks like a Charlie Brown Halloween around here. It's oh, it's really
1: so fun. fun. Oh, so we're doing
0: that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tuesday. Aubrey's even got a t-shirt that's got a pumpkin on the front for her big old belly.
1: Oh, how cute.
0: <laughs> anyway, tell us, tell us about Jumpstart. We want to hear what's well, coming up.
1: This this jump we do this every November to prepare ourselves for the upcoming year. Um and it's your what's your one word? And it's it's how you can take a word and focus on that word for your growth in the coming year. Mm-hmm. And it it's something that um I encourage you to really think about and involve your creator in this because a lot of what you are going to be guided. In is going to be through your creator in your change and growth for the upcoming year. And sometimes your word is going to be like, what? Why this one, you know, and everything. <laughs> yes, it'll
0: take you till March to begin to yeah, understand. Yeah, but
1: to it. To see and, and If you, if you really embrace the process of the word and have it around and see it everywhere, as you learn and grow, you will see how how your creator will work with you to to help you become <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um different in the year and um it's just fascinating and to hear everybody's with their words are so different and then to hear their experiences from the past years it's mm-hmm. just I, I think it's a really neat way of of personal growth is to have your one more but we will be teaching you um about that and um doing what we call a vision page and a vision book, what you perceive at that time, what this looks like to you. And then we're going to have throughout the year, um, little get togethers to work on the word and do more vision pages to see how, how it's changing and growing for
0: you. I'm excited about doing get togethers this coming year. I think it's going to be a really great experience, just girl time, you know, and to do another page for your book and Reevaluate and look at what's going on with your year and how it correlates with your word that you were given. It's going to be great. I
1: promise you, the more that you engage in your word and the study and how you want it to be a part of you, the more growth you will have. And you will just be amazed at what that word will become for you. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I know I have been, it's been huge growth since I discovered this. Yep. Sometimes That's I don't like word. that
1: word <laughs> because what it's forcing or not forcing, no. having me yeah. do. Yeah. But then in the end, you're like, that was an amazing year. Amazing. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you can look back and you can really feel I've, I've every year that we've done it. I've always felt so successful at mm-hmm. the end of the year because you have marked progress and yeah. growth. And yeah. why we do
1: it in November is we want you to have it already ready for when January comes. So you're trying to do everything in December or January. So that's why we do it kind of early. So that you can create it and then just set your book aside. And then when January comes, you pick it up. And you just and kind and
0: of have eased into it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. It's going to be fantastic. It'll be awesome. So next month, which the next time we have, well, we'll be the day before Halloween. So we'll do one more on blessed and receiving. And then we'll start in November with a brand new theme. And I'm going to keep it a secret just so that I can keep you all in (laughs) one more week on receiving and it's going to be a great one next week. So tune in for a creator based life again in a week. I can choose to be happy, choose to be free,
2: moment by moment, it's all up to me, cause what I think about, I bring about, That's the way it is and there is no doubt, day by day I pave the way with every little thought.
0: Thanks for joining us today in a creator-based life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on linktree slash cmhcoaching. Of course, any social media outlet, we're there too. Because you felt the benefit and light in this message, please invite those you care deeply about to join us. Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together. Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Moment by moment, it's all up to me. Cause what I think about, I bring about the way it is, live is no doubt. Day, day I pave the way with every little thought I think.
1: Day by day I pave the way with